We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show on Orlando Magic Podcast with your hosts, Luke Silvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. Bye, fans. For fans, go magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is June 23rd, 2023. Jonathan Osborne here, as always, joined by my co-host Luke Sylvia. We are recording live from the Ozone here inside Amway Center. The Orlando Magic draft party ended just minutes ago. We're going to talk about everything. But Anthony Black at 6, Jet Howard at 11. Expect the unexpected. You never know what John Hammond and Jeff Weltman are going to do. It felt like the complete opposite of last year in the process, right? Last year, you you don't even know. They don't even work out Paolo. You don't hear anything about Paolo. They keep quiet, quiet, quiet. This year, Anthony Black has the best odds for the Magic to draft him at 6. It, all the talk is Anthony Black is what it feels like. So much so that he was, you know, in the minus, right? He was like minus one thirty when when odds closed. Then Jet Howard, they worked him out. It was public, yeah. and they took him. It was a completely different approach. And I wonder if that's a mind game. I don't know what it is, but through it us, wasn't public. It was reported. Reported, it was right? Reported. We never got more than we got last year yeah. in terms of Paolo and whatever. So, it, you know, but we'll talk about it. But they they stuck to their uh, their guns and what they like. But I, I still don't think that we were ready for it. No. Magic fans here in the, the Amway Center, you know, the lower bowl, not incredibly excited about either one of, of, of the picks. You know, and we'll go through all of this, but I thought maybe it would be helpful just to kind of go through the way that the first round kind of, you know, went and our thought process before the picks. So number one was Victor Shocker, right? Brendan Miller, the Hornets at number two, was pretty surprising. Thought it was going to be Scoot Henderson. If you're the Blazers, you got to be pretty happy to end up with Scoot Henderson. Who knows? Are they going to keep that pick? Is Are they going to trade it? What's going on with Dame? The saga continues. Rockets, Pistons, Thompson twins back-to-back. Amen Thompson goes four, and we're sitting there like, maybe if Jarris Walker or Cam Whitmore goes five, maybe there's a chance that Asar is the pick at six. But when Asar was the pick at five to, to Detroit, it was like, well, Here's our chance to take Anthony Black, and Anthony Black was the pick at six. And thoughts, like, what was your reaction to Anthony Black? Let's like 
really flesh this out. Well, I, I had transparently kind of came to accept this. We talked about it on the last episode. Anthony Black, the it got louder, right? The talk got louder. And then it comes to the point where everything is reflecting Anthony Black. There's not a report out there that says anybody else is favored that you should keep an eye on the Magic taking, you know, X player, whatever it might be. So I really had started to accept that it was going to be Anthony Black. Someone asked me right before the pick, Luke, all right, who is it? I said, it's Anthony Black. They didn't like my answer, but it was right, right? Because it, it just, I don't know what it was, but it, we didn't expect it. We didn't, well, we didn't really prefer it, right? It creates a lot of confusion, creates a lot of difficult decisions, I think, for this front office. But not to say this front office isn't ready for it or else they wouldn't have done it. So first instinct really is like, I'm cool with it. And and it really does all hinge on the fact that this front office we've talked about, we preach trust with them until they lose our trust. To me, they have not done nearly enough to lose our trust. They've done incredible in drafts up to this point, you know, as far as the batting average, right, compared to most front offices. So that that's my, my initial knee-jerk reaction. I trust the front office. I think Anthony Black's going to be a great player. He just creates a lot of muddied water when it comes to this team and that guard room. So let's talk about Anthony Black uh, just a little bit here. Six seven point guard out of Arkansas. Played 36 games for the Razorbacks. Averaged 12.8 points per game. Five rebounds. 3.9 assists. Shot 45% from the floor. 51 on twos. 30% on from threes. We wanted more shooting from this draft. And we'll talk about the Jet Howard pick. The Magic did accomplish the goal of acquiring shooting in this draft. But when you just look at Anthony Black's mechanics, uh, 70% free throw shooter, so it's not a uh, you don't have a ton of confidence that he's going to be able to ever develop into a great three-point shooter. Now, can he become respectable? Like, we talked about a guy in Amen Thompson, you know, who I believe I had four on my Magic big board, that may- maybe he can develop into a shooter. I'm much more confident and Anthony Black's free throw percentage and in the mechanics that he could develop into at least a passable three-point shooter. Good size. The kid is special defensively. Yeah. He's a special playmaker as well, a special passer. But I, I do just come back to the fact that now you have Markel Fultz, you have Cole Anthony, you have Jalen Suggs, you have Gary Harris, who you probably already suspected is not going to be long for Orlando, being an expiring contract and, and being a veteran and maybe just not having a role on this team moving into the future, but now you add Anthony Black to that, and I just, I tweeted this after the pick. Everything that I thought I knew about the Magic's guard rotation 10 minutes before the pick was completely gone because just what does it mean? Does it mean that, is it is it Cole Anthony? And, and I'm not trying to put blame on anybody, but these are just legitimate questions that I think that we have to ask now. Do they not want to sign Cole Anthony to an extension this summer? Is the asking price too high? Does he want a bigger role? For whatever reason, are they not still invested into Markel Fultz, who's had you know injury trouble? Only played what was it you know sixty something games this year. Now it was a, a broken toe. It wasn't like a soft tissue injury. It was kind of a freak accident. Does it say something ab- about Jalen Suggs? Like I I know the press conference is still going on. Jeff Weltman talked about the fact that his IQ was just really off the charts. They felt like he was one of the smartest players in the draft. Obviously, his decision making, defense, his size, all went into the decision to take him. But I, I would love to hear you know how they think he can play alongside of those guys. Because it just feels like at this point, and we talked about this the last couple of episodes, it sounds like somebody has to be moved. Yeah. You look at it, and it, Markel Fultz, 
is the first person I look at, the first player I look at on this team. Now, Cole Anthony's a close second, but in terms of the play style, Markel Fultz and Anthony Black are similar in the sense of they are at their best and helping their team most when they have the ball in their hands. Now, does this look like Anthony Black coming off the bench? That's what I'm interested in. I know that he's going to come off the bench to start the year, I, I think. I don't see that you put him as the two, unless you just want to do it and roll it out. We saw a, a Dell Mo Bamba lineup we didn't think would work either, right? They're going to try some things. We're going to see some weird, freaky lineups in preseason, beginning of the season. But Markel Fultz, they've got a decision coming up on him. They've got a decision for Cole. So to me, it just screams we're not sold on them, right? I don't think that's breaking news. But that's all this is. Anthony Black is, you know, he's, how tall is he? He's six, six, seven. Six, seven. Yeah. Big guard, able to facilitate, able to get to the rack. And he's young, obviously, right? Maybe fits the timeline a little more than a Markel Fultz, even though Markel Fultz isn't old. But Anthony Black is younger. And he just seems like he's got kind of the blueprint of Markel Fultz. Now, the one thing I will say about his shooting, yes, 30% is not awesome, but he shot two plus threes a game. There's a reason the attempts were that low. Yes, but that's what I'm saying, though. I'm saying that some people hear you talk about Anthony Black and you hear him say that he's not a good shooter. They might think, oh, he wasn't even attempting threes. He was at least attempting them, right, on a team that didn't have spacing as well. NBA spacing, he's going to benefit greatly from. Much like a Paolo Bancaro, you know, was able to benefit. We see it all the time from College of the NBA. These players that are really confined. Arkansas, they couldn't shoot. That team couldn't shoot. So who knows what Anthony Black is going to look like with guys around him that are better shooters than he was around in college and spacing the floor way more. You talked about this on our last episode. If you look at Markell's counting stats, it doesn't wow you. Last season, 14 points, 3.9 rebounds, 5.7 assists. 51% from the floor, 31% from the three-point line, 78% from the free-throw line. Like, the counting stats don't jump out at you, but that's really for people that don't watch Orlando. When you talk about Markel maybe not being that good, it's because you don't watch the games. The The impact that he makes on winning just speaks for itself. You watch the kid play for five minutes. You watch the magic with Markel on the floor and without Markel on the floor. Everything just functions better with Markel on the floor. That being said, if you're purely looking at the counting stats, I can understand how you could look at Markel, who is five years older than Anthony Black. Anthony Black doesn't turn 20 until next January. Super young. I can understand how you look at those guys, and especially if you're, like we've been talking about Markel Fultz's jump shot forever. And is it coming back? Is it coming back? Is it coming back? And most likely it's not. So if you're telling yourself that Anthony Black, I mean, right now might be a better defender than Markel Fultz. That's how special Anthony Black is uh, defensively, and he's versatile, you know, 6'7". Uh, uh, we know that this team values length. I don't know why they didn't take Grady Dick. We'll talk about that. I, I had to get one more in there. We're not going to be able to joke about Grady Dick anymore, so I just I got to throw a few more jokes in there. But I could see them saying, we just believe that Anthony Black is going to be better than Markel Fultz eventually. Not to mention he's going to be cheaper. So oh, yeah. if you think Anthony Black is going to come in and contribute right away, now there's going to be growing pains, right? You're, you're going to see efficiency issues. You're going to see probably some turnover issues. But if you're wanting to be patient, like I said, you he's going to be cheaper. And if you think he can contribute, why, 
Why so not? you're talking about him starting? Eventually. Oh, okay, I thought we were talking about day one. I'm like, no, 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 no. Everything no. that we've been talking about in terms of like making the playoffs next year, the like whole organization has been echoing that. It would, it would be absolute. I would be shocked if Anthony Black starts at any point this year. But now you really have to ask, like Markel Fultz's extension eligibility expires next year. Do the Magic want to quote unquote sell high on Markel Fultz? I can't believe I'm even saying that. But these are the questions that. You know, we're going to need answers to. And are we going to get it even this free agency? Who knows? Maybe they still sign Markel and Cole to extensions. Part of me is like, I almost don't want both of those things to happen because if Markel is gone or Cole is gone, at least then I can be like, okay, I see the vision. And right now, I think the biggest takeaway for me from this draft night is like, I just, I don't, I can't see the forest for the trees right now. But what have we said again and again and again? Trust the front office, right? Now, they're not perfect. This is a front office that drafted Mo Bamba, and we know how that all turned out. I, I can't see it right now. It's not our jobs to see that as fans and people that talk about the team. The front office has a vision. They, they know what they're doing. We just need to, to trust that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You talk about Anthony Black's age and what it could mean, Jeff and John, as far as the value of Anthony Black. Do you think this pick, your knee-jerk reaction, obviously this can change in a week, but your knee-jerk reaction, does this set the team's priorities back at any point? I just don't know because I, I don't know what the plan is here. If it's moving on from Cole and then like Anthony Black and Markel Fultz are somewhat like interchangeable and those are your point guards, then no, I, I don't think so, especially you know, are, depending on what we plan on doing with the bench. Like they just drafted Jet Howard. You have Caleb Houston, who I think drafting Jet Howard puts more of a, a, a obstacle in the way of Caleb Houston finding yeah. playing time. But I mean, you've you've got Jalen Suggs. Do they believe that Jalen Suggs is gonna you know be scoring double digits off the bench next year? It's just 
I have so many questions. I would love for Jeff to be sitting right here. It's <laughs> like, what's going on, man? Just like, tell me what's going on. But and that's not the reality. And so he'd say everything but you what you wanted to hear uh, because he wouldn't say much. We would turn the camera off, and I'd be like, listen, man, <laughs> this is... I, I just I want to be able to sleep tonight and mm-hmm. I want to be able to eat tomorrow, so I need to know like what's going on and I don't I hope I'm not coming off as like doom and gloom because like Anthony Black is a dog Anthony Black is a fantastic basketball player it's just everything that I thought I knew about this team going into next season got flipped on its head with that six pick here's the thing as well though you go back to your knee jerk reaction and past drafts of things that pretty much caught you off guard to the fullest Franz Wagner. That catches you off guard. Paolo Bencaro, it catches me off guard. I don't know if, but you know, we all thought Jabari, yeah. right? That catches you off guard. These guys, this is what they do. And I don't think that we're really, we can question as fans, obviously, but to be like already say they're wrong for it, you heard a lot of fans tonight that were pretty irritated about it. And the only thing I could think was, you've been irritated about it in the past and it didn't come back to look very good. You're now the biggest fans of Paolo Bencaro and Franz Wagner. So I don't know what it's going to look like. I, I think that it really, for me and for you, it's not so much about the player, Anthony Black. It's the dynamic that Anthony Black creates right. within this team. It, it's also creates just a really fun scenario because if you, let's say you have, you know, your guards starting are Markel and Jalen next year, right? Then you, you still feel pretty good about Anthony Black, Jalen, or Anthony Black, Gary, Anthony smaller lineup when you talk about Cole and Gary but then what you're going to experience in the starting lineup it's going to be two different experiences but our hope is they both have that calming presence that you and I have talked a lot about and Anthony Black and Markel Fultz respectively running their own units what does that mean for Cole Anthony though as far as running their own units these are questions unfortunately that we just can't these are all things for you guys as listeners to think about and and what does it mean it's the it's the uh, the wind horse thing when he goes on TV, and he was, "Why is that? Why why, why did Jeff that? and John draft Anthony Black when you've got a room full of guards?" I have no idea, but it worked out pretty good for Utah. What they ended up doing, right? Like they they showed a lot more strikes last year than we thought they would. But uh, we'll see what will happen, and that's the fun of it. But now you you look at it, we're only a couple weeks away from summer league. All of that, we're going to get to see Anthony Black on display. Jet Howard, what's your initial reaction with Jet Howard? Last thing I'll say about Anthony Black, because mm-hmm. I just I feel the need to get this off my chest. Okay, I was playing 2K. I uh, didn't buy oh. 2K. For those of you out there, I did not buy 2K. <laughs> Part of my PlayStation Plus subscription, oh. 2K was free this month. So what did I do? I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fire up my GM. And you know what happened? I ended up making a trade for Anthony Black, and the Magic won the title. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, it happened in 2K. Was this like a year past, a year past the uh, it draft? It was a couple year? years. Couple it was years? a couple years from now. But okay. Anthony so Black, maybe in a couple years we win the title, Anthony Black. And Anthony Black was like that in 2K. <laughs> the man was putting up numbers. Well, if 2K says it, it's got to yeah, be. It's got, it's it's gotta, gotta the guy's going to be crazy. He's going to be a lot of fun in summer league. That's the last thing I'll say about Anthony Black. Jet Howard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jawan Howard's son, another Michigan Wolverine. My first initial reaction was what does Jawan Howard have on Jeff Weltman what does Jawan Howard the wind horse fingers once again what does he yeah. have just be and, and that's not like a I'm not saying anything bad about Jet Howard or you know Caleb Houston or Franz Wagner Mo Wagner it's just like we have so many Michigan guys now Mo Wagner wasn't there while Jawan Howard was, was at Michigan but and who knows if Mo will be here 
Who knows if Mo will be here? Maybe that's, he's it's that's one one question. Wolverine out, one in. But yeah, I Grady Dick was there. The way that the draft broke, Bilal Kulabali seven to the Indiana Pacers traded to the Wizards. The Wizards take Jarris Walker traded him to the Pacers, and then we're sitting there and we're like, wow, like there's a potential that eleven two of Grady Dick, Cam Whitmore, and Taylor Hendricks would be there. And regardless of what you felt about the Anthony Black pick. You end up with an Anthony Black and then a Anthony Black and Hendricks or mm-hmm. Black and I'm not gonna say it Grady, uh, Black and um, what's the third name Cam Whitmore. If you end up with two of those three guys at 11, like we were in really good position. And then nine is Taylor Hendricks, so he's off the board. And then we're sitting there with the Mavericks who trade that pick to the Thunder and they take Casein Wallace. So now we're sitting there and we're like, wow, we could have an Anthony Black and Grady Dick or Anthony Black and Cam Whitmore draft. And that's really what I'm expecting. And then the pick is Jet Howard and it, it just it, it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, also, last thing here, I'm kind of scrolling through my Twitter. Anthony Black might be wearing number zero. So uh, a little Agent Zero action. Have we ever had a zero in Orlando Magic Gilbert? history? Gilbert? Yeah, Gilbert Arenas. Did this he wear zero Kevin, here, by the way. or did he wear number one when he? For some reason, I remember Gil wearing number one. Oh, did he? I don't remember. Don't worry, I got you. He's we'll gonna look. look it up right now for us. Yeah, of course we had double zero. Yeah, we had Aaron Gordon. You know, oh, he was one. He was right, one. Right, he was, was one. not zero. Mm, yeah, so zero. I do this. That's that's uh. Have we ever had a zero? I'm, I don't I'm looking right now. Zero. I got you. I got you. In the meantime, I do want to let you guys know, Cam Whitmore has still not been picked. There's something is Isn't terribly crazy? wrong. We're How far at 17. Are we? Oh my god. The dude was mocked for a week ago. Holy crap. All right, I've got your zeros. You ready? Him. Yeah. You ready number zeros? Uh Jay Scrub from oh. this past season. <laughs> Robert Franks 2021, Jamel Artis 2018, but the no. only actual one. Actual. The, the so second most famous Drew Gooden of all time. Wow. Drew Gooden. Drew Gooden. The NBA player Drew Gooden. Right, right. not YouTube's, best friend. Not YouTube best friend. superstar Drew Gooden. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Jet Howard pick, like, with, with Grady Dick there, like, it's no secret. Grady Dick has been a lot of Magic fans' draft darling for months and months and months, and it was like, oh, maybe we're finally going to get a guy that we've wanted for a really long time, and Jet Howard. And let's talk about Jet Howard before I, I get to just kind of, I guess, my small issue with the, the pick. Um... 6'8", guard slash wing, 215 pounds out of Michigan. This season averaged 14.2 points per game, 2.8 rebounds, 2 assists, shot 41% from the floor, 49% on twos. On 7.3, 3 attempts uh, a game, 36, almost 37% from the three-point line, 80% from the free throw line. So Jet Howard, absolutely a shooter, absolutely like a bucket. The kid has a lot of range. Beautiful, like picture perfect form off of threes was automatic basically when he was wide open. Has some potential as a secondary playmaker off the bounce. Good pull up game. I thought, I think he shot like 38% on pull ups this year. So, in terms of like getting a shooter, this guy is like that. Obviously, his, his dad's history with the magic and you know, in the NBA, magic legend, magic legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the. What everybody's talking about now is is the level of professionalism. Like the kid knows what he's getting into. He's been, you know, built for this his entire life. The the Magic needed shooting, and they got shooting with Jet Howard. Now defensively, he's he's not great. He's legitimately a a, a liability right now defensively, and that's 
kind of I think where the the question lies for me where and I guess I'll just get into it now like Grady Dick gives you a lot of what Jet Howard does maybe Grady Dick isn't quite the secondary playmaker that Jet Howard is but Grady Dick gives you the shooting I think he does have potential as a as a playmaker really smart kid high IQ same size as Jet Howard and is at least solid now defensively Jet Howard I think is 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 going to struggle but the thing that Jeff Weltman alluded to in their post-pick media availability is that I guess that for most of the season at Michigan, Jet Howard was playing injured, and nobody knew that until now. The Magic worked Jet Howard out, so... He killed it. He he absolutely just must have destroyed the interview process, the workout, and he must have showed... Jeff Weltman said, we think he has the potential to be a two-way player. If you look at his tape from Michigan, you would not say that. So he really just must have wowed them mm-hmm. in the workout. Well, and they talk about when we're, you know, we're scrambling, right? We're coming up here. We've heard about Jed Howard. We've done we've we've done some Jed Howard stuff, but definitely not to the extent of what we had done for the other guys that were really being mocked top 11, right? But the first couple things I hear when I'm looking at stuff, reading more stuff, watching ESPN after the Magic made the pick, I don't know who the analyst was. I couldn't hear that well, but what I did hear was the footwork was outstanding with some clips of his footwork and getting to the post, uh, you know, going off of one leg for a floater. Just attention to detail seems to be really great for Jet Howard. And then we turn around and we're watching the first bit of the media availability tonight. And Jeff Weltman, one of the first things out of his mouth about Jet Howard is footwork as well. So if you want to look at the positives for Jet, he can shoot the crap out of the ball. That's what we need. He's got range. He's shooting from the logo in some of these highlights. He's got range. He's going to take those open shots. He's going to knock them down. The Magic did not take a high amount of threes, nor did they make a high amount of threes last year. We know shooting, 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 and you get it. It's not Grady Dick, but I'm telling you, like that, that workout must have been great. You have the Michigan tie as well. They just like what they produced out of Michigan, I guess. They like the, maybe the regimen that they have there. Under you know with they play in a pro style offense like th- I I don't think that that can really be yeah you can't and overlook that not to mention these picks do complement each other a lot of things I saw about Jet was benef- would benefit from a high level playmaker well if Anthony Black can become that then they'll be great together now until Anthony Black does become that he's got Markel Fultz so hopefully we see Jet Howard and Markel Fultz play together. In, in lineups throughout the year and get minutes together because I think Jet is going to be able to space the floor for a guy like Markel who's still trying to get a shot, Anthony Black, Jalen Suggs hoping to capitalize, Cole Anthony looking to continue his streak. There's a lot of good that, that can happen and come from this for sure. By all means, like this is this is a great draft for the Magic. Like You get a, a great player at six in Anthony Black and really what you needed and I do believe Jeff Weltman, like we believe in their scouting ability. They drafted Franz Wagner. They drafted Paolo Bancaro. You know, they, they've drafted Cole Anthony. They drafted Jalen Suggs. We still believe in all of those guys. They drafted Jonathan Isaac, who although has not been healthy, but when he is healthy, looks like a, a world beater. Like these guys, apart from really the Mo Bamba pick, which I think is, is, is more about Mo Bamba, yeah. you know, than, than it is, you know, missing on the pick. Maybe, you know, you could predict that. A lot of people did predict that, you know, back in the 2018 draft that he just wasn't right. going to have the focus and drive and the motor. But these guys have 
more often than not hit in the draft. The The question now that I have is, let's say we go into the season with all these guards, with Markel, with Jalen, with Cole Anthony, with Gary Harris, with Anthony Black. I mean, in a, a second unit of Cole, Anthony Black, Gary Harris, I'm, I'm guessing Gary Harris would kind of play as your, your wing. Mm-hmm. So if Gary Harris is moved anytime soon, that's where I would see like the real path for Jet Howard to have minutes. You know, although they have invested in, in Caleb Houston, he got a four-year, $8 million deal last year for a second-round pick, which really is a, a big deal. But investing the number 11 pick into Jet Howard, who you know Caleb has flashes of a shooter, but Jet Howard like was a shooter on yeah. high volume this year. So I could see Jet Howard like basically from day one jumping Caleb. You know, in terms of summer league, we'll probably see Caleb in summer league. So maybe we'll get some. I mean, I would guess all three of those guys would start: Anthony Black, Jet Howard, and and Caleb Houston. You know, if Caleb follows through and plays summer league, he mentioned at the end of last year, I think that he, he said he was going to play summer league again this year. Um, but yeah, I just I just want to see how it works. I wish we had t- training camp or, or a regular season game tomorrow, so I could be like, oh. Okay, right. I I kind of I kind of get it right now, and mm. I don't, and that's not our job. We can do our best to to comment on it. Yeah, but I'm just gonna go to sleep tonight, like trusting again that John and Jeff know what they're doing, that it's all gonna work out. Well, the other thing too, I was a, a proponent of using one of these picks. Yeah, and I think that super you, young team, you avoid confusion that way, right? But at the same time, you're getting two swings. Jeff and John are probably thinking, we hit one of these, we're okay. Anthony Black doesn't pan out, don't worry, we've got Markel Fultz that we can make a decision on, get him to hang around. I think Markel would welcome, obviously, being back here. So I think that you're just setting yourself up for multiple opportunities. That's what you're doing. You're growing that and filling the pipeline, and something's got to pan out. And it's going to pan out. So it just a matter of how is it going to. It's going to be interesting. We, we've got so much time now uh, in between now and, I mean, we've got, what is it, two weeks in one day or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that before we, uh, you know, go ahead and, and get into, into Summer League. So, yeah, I, I just, the one question that I do have, maybe it was the, the character concerns, you know, with, with Grady Dick and I, you know, not to make this the, the Grady Dick show, but I just... Grady Dick kind of gives you everything that Jet Howard does, plus a little bit more, you know, defensively. But if what they're saying is true, and and he, Jet Howard was hurt, you know, all of last season, then you know there's probably a lot that Jet Howard hasn't shown us yet. I know a lot of Magic fans are are freaking out and they're, you know, really angry about this draft. But just you know, we got two really good players. And, and let's just give it time. That's all we can do now. We don't understand it, but guess what? We don't get paid to make those decisions. And those guys will forget more basketball than yeah. we'll ever know. So I also want to, on kind of an unrelated note, uh, Philip Rossman Reich with Orlando Magic Daily just had a pretty uh, funny tweet to think about. He said, um, is Whitmore going to be there at 36? <laughs> Sheesh. And of course, Grady Dick is a Toronto Raptor. Yeah, it it was going to be them or the Heat in some fashion. Makes it so much worse. Those are the only teams that you'd think I don't really want that to happen, but whatever. We'll uh it's going to be uh unfortunate to go from 
huge Grady Dick fans too. Uh, Hate his guts. Can't stand that guy. I suck. Can't stand that guy. I hope we stomp you into the ground. Sorry, Grady. Fortunate. All right. Anthony Black, Jet Howard, good draft. And I, maybe I something that's... at 36. We'll see. Yeah. If I if I were to say, I'm guessing they trade off it. But who knows? They we'll see. The only thing I was thinking about this, the only thing that they that maybe they won't is because now you have the third two. The third two way. Spot. Yeah. That, so if they're I mean, even if they're just gonna snag that guy and like send him down to Lakeland. Right. You know, I I think that's probably worth taking the swing there. That you you know you're not really wasting a roster spot because now they've created a brand new yeah. roster spot you know with the new CBA, so yeah we'll uh it, it's just after ten o'clock here right now they're at the nineteenth pick so they're halfway to thirty six we're not gonna sit here we love you guys we're not gonna sit here and wait until pick thirty six we're gonna try to get this episode up as uh, quickly as possible but yeah I hope we didn't make this too doom and gloom because you have Paolo Bancaro so like it. Ri- Everything else doesn't really matter. Well, we've talked all about that, that much. For sure. So, future is still incredibly bright. You know, welcome Anthony Black and, and Jet Howard here to Orlando. Um, yeah, and, and we hope they kill it, and hope that Anthony Black brings us a title like he did. You know, in in two K for me. And there That'd will be, be a press conference with. There's gonna be a press conference tomorrow with the rookies. Think uh, Kevin, what time is that at? Producer Kevin's gonna be there if I'm not mistaken. Haven't heard an official time yet. Usually it's early afternoon though, like okay. two, two thirty ish. Um, I haven't. They haven't released a time and, yet. And you, will, Ke- producer Kevin, will be in attendance. That's true. I'll be there. All right. Awesome. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us. Anything else? No. Let's uh, let's go. We got two weeks till summer league. So basketball is creeping back. Summer league, and we got a, a longer break. We got free agency though, as well. And it's preseason, and then we're back to Magic basketball. Yeah, we've got, uh, what is it, like seven, eight, nine, eight or nine days until free eight. agency now? Eight, yeah. So looking forward to that. I still miss when free agency would start at midnight. Yeah, that was awesome. But it was, like, I would make a whole night out of it. I would just stay yep. up until 4 o'clock in the morning. It, yep. But now I guess it's cool that you, you know, just hang out in the middle of the day, I guess. Well, I, current day Luke wouldn't be doing that, I don't think. I wouldn't be staying up for the whole till 4 a.m. So much fun. You'd still do it. You'd drink your Mountain Dew and eat your Doritos with your little fingers all Doritoed. Just sucking them. All right. Anyways. Hey, right. They, they just announced it. 3 p.m. Literally, as we're sitting here. Press 3 p.m. Friday. 3 p.m. I'm Anthony sh- Black, Chet Howard. Listening. Will be we're there. not even live. <laughs> They're just listening. Oh. Okay. The magic. You said they haven't released oh, it. Oh, I go. see what you're saying. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Go. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Over yep. his head. That's let's, okay. let's, maybe we should end this now. Let's wrap <laughs> it up. All right. For producer Kevin, Luke Sylvia, this is Jonathan Osborne. You all have been listening to the Six Man Show. It was great meeting all of you at the draft party, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sixth Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!